If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. That was dumb. <laughs> we are. Monday to everyone in the sports universe. It is Monday, May the 23rd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and we are live. For Sammy Action, filling in for Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvalho saying, what's up? Thumbs up, Sammy. Good morning, Michael. Every time I hear your guys' uh, entry song, I get a little bit of a little hop to my step. Well, Zerf, bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun little intro there. I have to admit that I'm the same way. Um, Sammy, if you host a podcast or shoot co-host a podcast or run a small business, it's hard spreading the word because friends and family want to check it out, but will they? Unfortunately, not as much as we would like. Amen. Well, it's time to grow your brand with Popple P O P L. Popple is an easy to use but high tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off your order. Set up your links and share. And don't worry, people you share with will not even need a Popple, so it's that much easier. When you get your Popple in keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE, all caps, for 20% off. Go to popl.co. Sammy, as always, I'm very excited to hear your worst of the weekend. My worst of the weekend happened to come on the last game of the weekend, and that is Mr. Reggie Bullock for the Dallas yeah. Mavericks. Uh, I wanted this to be a good series, and I, I thought Luka was going to put on a show. Luka has scored 40 points numerous times, 40 points again in game three, must win at home, and Reggie Bullock laid an absolute goose egg, 0 for 10, 0 for 7 from three. God, man, get to the rim, get a layup, get yourself going. I mean, you have two guys on Luka every play. Find a way to score a bucket, man. You need to help your teammate. Ah, what a disaster. Poor guy. Both had overperform. Did you see what he won, what award he won in the pregame? No, I didn't. He won um the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Award and oh, literally had an interview before the game. That's just horrible. Ah. Uh, my heart pours out for the guy, but that was one of the worst playoff performances I've seen in a while. The fact that they rely on you so much, and I'll admit it, I don't know we're going to get to this in, in, in the next segment, but Sammy, I was angry because they were all just shooting. And sh- like, what are we doing? Like you said, get to the rim. And all, I mean, his shots were open. I'm not even knocking his type of shots. He had plenty of wide open looks. He couldn't knock them down. But at some point, man, get to the rim. Get a layup. Get yourself like – get. The, the rim starts to get smaller each miss after each miss, right? So you want to just get one in at some Amen. point just to, you know, get going. Amen. Ugh. My worst of the weekend is um, Naz- Avalanche forward, Avalanche center, Nazim Kadri. I, think, I hope mm. I'm saying that right. You have no idea. He plowed into the Blues goaltender, Bennington, who's been incredible. Avalanche going to win the game in St. Louis. 
And in classic St. Louis fashion, they get the police involved. Why? Because there's been death threats made because a guy, I haven't seen the video. No one should ever receive death threats because of a sporting event. I'm sorry. I don't care what you do. People take sports way too seriously. This is another example. I'm actually, it's frustrating. Like I said, I don't care if you did it on purpose. It's You don't do that. You don't threaten somebody. You let other people take care of it. It may have been an accident. Like I said, I haven't seen the video. All I know, St. Louis police are investigating death threats. Absolutely terrible. Uh, I, I watched that game. I, I felt like his skate got tangled up a little bit with his defender skate. They barrel into the goaltender. Goaltender happens to get hurt. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. I saw that same thing happen in four other times so far in the playoffs where guys ran into the goaltender, couldn't hold up quick enough. And this guy, I mean, what it's just a terrible way. It's a terrible look for St. Louis. The fans have to be better. It's awful. Yeah, people are like, well, that doesn't, judge, that doesn't talk about all of our fans. Yes, but some of you are that stupidly passionate that you have to do that. I'm sure this isn't just one death threat. I'm sure it's multiple death threats. Yeah, I, I, from what I understand, the police getting involved is the the magnitude of how many and the type of death threats he's getting. It's not even just "we hate you, you hurt our goaltender." It's "I want it's like to we're going to find you and you. kill you." Yeah, you. we're going to find your family. That kind of stuff. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Agreed. What is your best of the weekend? I, I'm not happy about my best, but I'm going to let you go first. Uh, my best of the weekend is the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa oh. Bay Lightning. Uh, I came into the series thinking they were going to just – Florida's offense was so dominant in the regular season, I just didn't think there was any way they could hold them down. To put that in perspective, Florida's offense was so much better than the number two team in the league, the same distance that Arizona was the worst team, all the way up to the L.A. Kings offense. Like that's how much better Florida's offense was from even number two. And I just didn't think anybody could stop them. And Florida, our Tampa Bay's defense has come in and just shut them down. Vasilevsky has been an absolute wizard. Yes. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to not give them the best of the week. They they look like they're definitely the favorites to get to the Stanley Cup finals out of the East. And uh, yeah, <laughs> up 3-0 against those guys. It's it's impressive. I agree with that. Vasilevsky's been insane. He's my favorite goalie in the league. Because he was one of the ones I, I remember watching the cup final last two years. He's been shut down. He's doing it again. It's insane. Yeah, it just guy plays big and big games, and it's just been incredible to watch. Yep. Aaron's Aaron's been insufferable on Facebook, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure. He's good at hockey. We know. Um, <laughs> but um my best of the weekend is from a Warriors player, and I'm not happy to admit it. Andrew Wiggins. With possibly the dunk of the year. In that moment, as Luca's trying to flop once he realizes the poster is coming, I know you didn't like the aftermath of the flopping, but that dunk was insane. And, if, and I'm glad that they let it stand because there might have been death threats for referees. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I mean, that was that dunk. I think even Kendrick Perkins, um, yeah, he tweeted about it saying, Gilder Jordan did the same thing to me. Yes, that was a dunk and an NFT carry the hell on. <laughs> Shout out to Kendrick Perkins for, for calling it out because he was one that had dunked on like that before. And this one, people said that wasn't even a dunk, by the way. Andrew Wiggins' dunk was a dunk. Yeah, Incredible. he put it right, right on Luca's head. Yep. I love that play. My biggest complaint was that a referee fell for the flop. I, yeah. I don't necessarily even blame Luca for going for it. I really think the referees need to be better. You cannot ever call that an offensive foul. I'm glad they overturned yeah. it. 
But, uh, you know, Wiggins deserves a ton of credit. He's played wonderfully in the series, uh, much better than he has all season. He had become a jump shooter for some reason and had finally started getting back to the rim. And, God, they look good, man. Golden State looks like the best team in the West, right? I mean, they, they, look, they look good. <laughs> no. oh. In the West. In the West, sure. <laughs> but, Lassie, we're going to get to that in the next segment. I cannot wait for that. Um, Sammy, Tiger Woods. Um, first of all, I want to get to this. Mino Pereira. Terrible, terrible break for him. He double bogeys yeah. the 18th hole after dominating the last one and a half rounds of the PGA Championship. Had never won a major before. Double bogeys, he said he wasn't even thinking about the water. Probably should have been. And then Justin Thomas wins his second. So kudos to them. Great weekend of golf. But Tiger Woods, who Aaron said would miss the cut. Well, he made the cut. And then a bad beat for Aaron. He withdrew from the championship. And holes later because for the it was just like his fifth highest score ever, and the first time he's ever withdrawn from a major, which is insane. So, should Tiger retire? He's forty six years old. Not a good sign for Tiger. The last two events. Uh, I don't think he should retire. I mean, if he's healthy enough to compete, he should compete if he wants to. Um, right. He he does it for the love of the game at this point. He doesn't do it for the money. <sighs> so. I agree. If he doesn't have anything else in his life that he wants to focus on, maybe getting into broadcasting or some other form of, of business, this is what he does and what he loves. If he's healthy enough to compete, he should play. Um, everybody loves to see him. Everybody loves to root for him. I don't know if there's any pressure or expectation for him to win, uh, but if he gets out there, he should give it his best and you know have a good time with it. I, I hope he doesn't retire. Uh, but if he does, uh, you know, my, hand, my old golf clap to him for an amazing career and you know, I, I'm, I've been a fan for a long time, so, uh, you know, I, I respect whoever he does. I hope that Tiger continues to play. Um, I will say, if he gets in the broadcasting, you mentioned that point, that'll be bigger for golf than Tom Brady broadcasting for the NFL is. Well, I feel like Tiger was broadcasting in golf would be, and like, imagine him and Jim Nance calling a game, oh, my God, that'd be <laughs> insane. Uh, from what I know about Tiger outside of the golf course is that he's not a super talkative person. Uh, and he'll yeah, answer no. direct questions, but I don't know that he can make points on the fly all the time. And I, don't know how I, much, know. I don't know how much training he has doing it. I mean, but I, I would love to hear him speak about it. If obviously if something he wants to do, I imagine he'll be good at it. But yeah, uh, anything he puts his name on will become big after he decides he no longer wants to, to lace him up. But uh, I hope he keeps playing. I, I enjoy watching him. And also, he changes his son's name from Charlie to something else like Cub or King. Because Charlie, <laughs> I'm telling you, is just a terrible name for your son when your name is Tiger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have um, no, no opinion on that. but <laughs> Right. When we come back, we're talking about the playoffs, including the Lightning and the Warriors. We have three of them. Speaking of three, dare say the Edmonton Oilers might have one of those. Right back to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. 
Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. If you love sports, then you're a fanatic. So if you want the best jerseys, hats, shirts, anything, even the best signed apparel and signed memorabilia, you've got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Sammy? Click on the F. And when you click the F, it helps out our show tremendously because it's got every league from every single place you want with the daily Deals and today's daily deal. Let me check it real quick. It is free shipping on orders of 64 bucks or more. Ooh. If you want a jersey, now's the time to get it because you want to play a boatload of shipping. So, there you go. All righty, Sammy. The Warriors went up three to nothing. Uh, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> and now the question is will they get swept? I think so. I think oh. uh, I don't know that Dallas has an answer. Uh, the Warriors have a lot of weapons, and they just can't seem to shut them down in any capacity. I, I, everybody has had a good game every game for for Golden State, so I don't know what Dallas can do to, to turn the tide. Obviously, uh, they they lost by nine, and their role players played terribly. But uh, I think I think I think this week could definitely happen in this series. You said they couldn't stop anybody. I just they scored one hundred and nine. The Warriors did. And it's funny about this Mavericks team. I believe I, I tweeted it out last night. And I'm gonna read this. Let me read this verbatim, okay? I literally said last night about the Mavericks series. Mavericks going cold from three this series is awful. They can come back and win the next four if they hit their shots, man. Can we just start out threes and not just in game two for one half? Can they hit them? All game long. If, if the if the Mavericks who show up against the Phoenix Suns played right now, they would be up 2-1 or 3-0. I promise you. The Phoenix Suns watched them shoot crazy. Now when they're wide open, they suddenly miss. I'm like, what? Like Jason Kidd said, game one, he was like, well, we're missing open shots. Game two, we're, they missed 23 open that shots that were wide open. What else can you do? Their offense is predicated on Luka kicking out of three. Well, Spencer Dimwitty and Jalen Brunson, I, I don't care. 
If those guys can play, that's just adding luxury. But if Luca's passing it to a guy who then clanks a three, the Mavericks are not winning anything. I mean, you could say that about every team, though, right? I mean, yeah. anybody anybody who hits all of their threes is going to go crazy, right? I mean, no, nobody shoots nobody shoots fifty percent from three. Dallas had an anomaly game in that game seven, a game they were big dog to to win. And you know, when you go crazy from three like that, you're going to win games, but it's unsustainable. I, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but the NBA average for three pointers has got to be like thirty something percent for the game, right? I mean, they're not shooting it terribly from three; they're just not shooting it lights out. But neither are the Warriors. The Warriors haven't shot the ball incredibly well either. I don't think they've had a 50% from the field game either. And so that comes down to good defense, good rebounding, good intangibles. And that's where the Warriors are beating them, right? Warriors had 14 offensive rebounds to Dallas to seven. The Warriors don't have a rim protector. They don't have this great rebounding squad. How are they doing it? They're out hustling Dallas, right? The, the Warriors... You know, you say they, they will score 109 points, but everybody contributed, right? Six guys scored double figures, including Draymond Green. You know, Kevin yeah. Looney comes in, and all he does is all he does is bow for loose balls and get rebounds. I mean, they're doing all the dirty work. And Dallas, while they have great role players, haven't shown up and done that same dirty work. Oh, I agree with the dirty work part. I just feel like Dallas, like, in order to have a chance, they have to hit their threes. But another thing is, you said in the opening, can we at least get some twos here? Like, 0 for 10 is terrible. 0 for 7 from 3 is even worse. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, just, you can't do that. And Dorian Finney-Smith forgot how to shoot all of a sudden. He's playing like an undrafted rookie all of a sudden. And then Maxi Kleber, um, oh. just suddenly you're like, oh, 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 oh. When a broadcaster was like, oh, Lord, you know you're passing up your shot. There was a breakaway where he like a wide-open shot, and, and Sam and Gunny goes like, like, oh, like what? He passed it up? Yeah, I mean, they, oh. they definitely need more from their role players. There's no question about it. Luka cannot win the game by himself. Uh, and, and Kleber and, and I mentioned Bullock, those guys just haven't haven't been good. And they can be good and they can win a game. They cannot win the series, though. Oh, mm. You know, I was listening to a broadcast. They were like, you know, um, in hockey it's been done before. In baseball, the problem with basketball is so much skill you have to have. But hockey and baseball, if things can just bounce the wrong way, in basketball, you control everything. Like you control from Kyrie dribbling to Steph making his threes. And by the way, when Steph, Steph Curry's been incredible this postseason. I want to get that out of the way. I don't think I've ever seen him have a postseason this good. Like he is actually genuinely com- like playing smart basketball. I've never seen that from him. I think there's only been two guys who have had more 30-point games right. in the playoffs. And I, I saw the stat last night. Their names and it was Michael like Jordan and LeBron. And LeBron. <laughs> yeah. And both those guys went on to win finals MVP. Oh, MVP yes. Yeah. That was actually a tweet that I saw last night. So I wonder if, I wonder if that was you who retweeted because you don't ever get on Twitter. I, I do look at Twitter. I don't tend to have a big presence on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> you better have a big presence out on this show. Come on now. Because we're, we're right here on Twitter, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Love it. I'll try to do better. You you think in all honesty they're getting swept? Because I'll be honest, it's not. There's there's no way that they light up. If they, I don't care if they light up for three in game four, it's too late. It's just Steph Curry is playing too well. Draymond Green, they refuse to eject them over anything, and so just Warriors and four, Warriors and four. 
I think I think Dallas might sweep that game here. I mean, yeah. they, they they do play better at home. I mean, it's not it's not like the Warriors are the type of team that just can juggernaut go for the throw. I mean, they have good games, they have bad games too. I mean, yes, they easy, do. Easy to set up for a bad game from Golden State and a good shooting game from Dallas at home. I think that you know Golden State wins in four or five. I don't think it goes much further than that. I have a question: How yeah. many times are you? Because this this pisses me off. If I hear one more broadcaster say. Well, Steve Curry, the turnovers drive him crazy. I don't think it does. Ever since he got to the Golden State, it's been like turnovers drive this man crazy. No, I don't. I don't think he even works on them in practice. Yeah, I, I don't know. If that's a big part of his uh, his gameplay. You know, he's Apparently kind of not. Free reign to to throw those wild passes, but it works for them. I mean, they they they, they score the ball pretty well. I, I you know give them credit where they can. They do turn it over a bit, but they they find a way to win games. A team that's up 2-1 right now just forced 19 turnovers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I'm sorry, sorry, Sammy. Yeah, no, if that ends up being the finals matchup, I mean, you're, you're right on point, right? You have a team that knows how to turn the ball over versus a team that, you know, turns the ball over probably more than they should. It's a bad setup for, for Golden State for sure. Uh, I got to give Miami a lot of credit, man. Jimmy Butler only played, what, 19 minutes in that game? And he went Bam out, yeah. found a way to – to score 30 and, and go off with, with Jimmy on the bench. So, yeah, I mean, they deserve a ton of credit for winning game uh, game three in, in Boston. You know, when you missed Friday's show, I, I called out Bam, and <laughs> he went off. I was like, yes, he listened to me. He, you know, he, I heard he's a big fan of the show. That's what the rumor was, at least. What? And he's got inside info. Hey, the lightning off 3-0, the bolts are bolting. So, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't see them. I saw them making this a series. What? I know it was in your opening, but I didn't see them doing this. This is incredible. I I, I deserve some uh, humble pie myself. I, I had Florida win the series. Aaron basically kicked me when he saw me for saying so. He thinks I'm crazy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron Aaron was right on this one, man. Lightning have been incredible. I just, There's no way they're, they're winning the three in a row. I mean, that doesn't happen in sports anymore. Yeah, especially against the best offense in the league. Like I said, their offense was so much better than everybody else's. It's hard to imagine them having trouble scoring. I mean, they they were the best by far. Mm. Do you think Florida's going to get swept? Uh, I don't think so. I I think mm. again, you know, Tampa Tampa is one of those teams they haven't always played wonderfully, and they've played great these first three games. I and mean, they're due for a bad game. Florida's definitely due. I mean, I think Florida was a zero for twenty five on their power play, getting a goal last game. Um, it just their struggles just aren't sustainable. I, yes, they can certainly get swept, but I wouldn't mind them making a series of it. I don't think there's any way they come back and win it though. Mm. Big hockey fan, Sammy Gashin over there. I've become a big hockey fan watching this playoffs <laughs> as uh, oh, as I, turned my uh, turn my tide. I'm you're like a year before me, but I'm a, I'm a big hockey fan too. I'm a Seattle Kraken boy, but we're not in the playoffs, so I'm not as geared into it as I should be. I do like the Kraken's logo, but it's it just the quality of games for me, Mike. I, I watch the basketball games, and they're just not good games. That was the first good game last only... night. It was still an eight-point game. Right, but like, even if they are a good game, they're only a good game for a short amount of time. It's not Nine. dramatic in the third quarter. It's not dramatic early in the fourth quarter. It's only dramatic at the end of games. If you have a blow, it's not dramatic at all. In hockey, I mean, every period seems to be – a mounting level of drama and the intensity picks up the everything seems to pick up as the game goes on and the game just becomes more and more exciting from beginning to end and I, I was unaware of how much drama there was in these games until I became a fan and now I'm all over it 
You know, it's um reminds me of lacrosse, actually. If you watch lacrosse, I'm telling you, we've been big on it this year. That's that's nonstop action. That's like up there with hockey, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, constant I, I, comebacks, I constant plays is incredible. I would definitely be happy to check it out. I, I try to watch as much sports as I possibly can consume. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> what hockey what, what hockey has done has basically turned a game I thought was just a one goal at a time plotting sport into a mounting level of just overall intensity that I didn't I didn't foresee. And and as I watch, I enjoy watching these guys play a little bit harder each and every period and just go after a little bit more and take a little bit more chances. And all of that leads to bigger plays on the other side of the ice. And I mean, you saw last night in Edmonton where, you know, <laughs> one big save, one, one great save by Mike Smith, their goaltender leads to a, a great breakaway two on one opportunity for McDavid and, and Vander Kane who gets the hat trick. I mean, those plays happen because defenders are pinching in, they're trying a little bit harder, they're pushing a little bit more and, then the turnaround is quicker. So, I mean, all that action takes place because the intensity ramps up, and it's just been incredible to watch. Is it safe to say these, that these guys are a big three? I mean, look at these numbers. These are incredible numbers, Sammy. Um, Evander Kane, three goals. That gives him 10 this postseason. Leon Dreisel had four assists. He's got 12 assists this postseason. Carl McDavid, to go along with like seven or eight goals, now has 17 assists this postseason. <laughs> like, these guys are insane. Yeah, when they're on the ice together, it's it's pretty hard for them to stop. It's been it's been an unbelievable matchup for them. Seventeen dimes was pretty good for for Connor McJesus over there. And it's about time. I mean, McDavid's had a very very promising career without the playoff accolades. This is the year where it seems like they're wow, finally. Man. And I I I thought the Evander Kane trade was under the radar. It turns out that might have been the biggest move in the whole hockey season. I mean, putting them together on one line has been outstanding. Agreed. Um, another thing I want to get to here before I get to our, our rundown of the next segment before I let you go. Blues for Bennington, I mentioned in the first part of the show. Um, do you believe Avalanche are now just going to cruise in this series? Uh, I do think I do think the Avalanche will cruise in this series, but uh the, the whole the whole Bennington story is just it's yeah. a big black eye for, for sports. And not, not just for hockey for sports. Uh we have to figure out a way to get past this kind of stuff. It's awful. You know, the baseball thing, too. I don't know if you ever heard the Jackie Robinson chance to um, that dude, Tim Anderson. That was horrible, too. Yeah, there's just no place in it, right? Josh Johnson says it's a joke. I, a joke about, behind, about what? <laughs> about, about calling him Jackie. So About racism? Is, Come on now. The story is that Tim Anderson called himself the next Jackie Robinson in a 2019 interview he did with Sports Illustrated. He did do that. Josh Donaldson, to mock him, has called him Jackie. Now, they don't like each other. These guys aren't friends. And so Jackie Robinson – sorry, Jackie Robinson. Tim Anderson takes it as a slight, as a racial slur that he's talking down to him by calling him that. Maybe Josh Donaldson is. Maybe he's not. But there's no place for it in sports. There's no need to do this, right? Now, I can also argue that Tim Anderson needs to have a little bit thicker skin on this situation. It's not like mm. it's not like he's just coming out and attacking the guy, right? If it's a a mocking thing on something that Tim Anderson did say, you right. know, have a little bit more thick skin about. It. Don't react quite this way. But at the same time, there's no reason for this to be in sports, none at all. Um, do you, I mean, I guess Josh Johnson should have more self awareness too, because or more awareness of, of the world around him. This may have been a funny joke in 2012, but in 2022, it's just 
there's just so much there's so much people around you that are sensitive now and for good reason they're sensitive but it's like it's not a good sign for him either no it's not the problem i have with the overall thing though is that i i didn't like that tim Anderson even compare himself to jackie robinson in the beginning right. when i read the interview i thought that was a little bit disrespectful to the history of the game in general Right. Uh, and so it, I think all parties involved are, are, are a little bit wrong here. But I think that if you're using this as a way to slur the guy, as a way to attack the guy, specifically racially, there is absolutely zero tolerance. There should be no place in, it in sports. It's absolutely ridiculous that we're still here in, in 2023 talking about this. It's just all, you know. Well, let's get some audio Sammy stuff here. I'm talking NASCAR in NL in the next seven. I don't know if you know much about that, but I want to get your picks for these games tonight. Okay. Panthers Lightning in Tampa. I mean, I'm actually kind of rooting for a sweep at this point, so I'm going to say Tampa. All right. Avalanche at Blues. Uh, I think Avalanche are much, much the better. Okay. Heat at Celtics. And have you seen the injury report? It's not pretty on either side. Yeah, no Marcus Smart, right? Jimmy Butler, limited minutes. Uh, yeah, everyone's got limited minutes. Yeah. Uh, I want to say this series goes seven, so I'm going to say Boston. I okay. said it was going to go seven in the beginning, and so keeping it 2-2 I think sort of helps that narrative. I think Tatum's healthy because that should help them a little bit. Yeah. Who knows? Everyone... He got banged up last game too. That was a bloodbath that last game. Oh, 19 fourth turnovers, baby. Yeah. Love it. Hey, shop every league at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Fanatics logo. Sammy, have a great one, dude. Are you going to come back tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here all week. I, I have no Top plans five, to, to miss any shows. Uh, I like doing it in the morning. Like I said, my kids enjoy it. And so, uh, uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning. All right, bye. Sammy, tell the kids we love them. All right, we'll do so. Thanks, my man. See you later. Oh, yeah. Like I said, when we come back, I'm talking about the – NASCAR All-Star Race in what was not the greatest of events, I would say. And also, National Lacrosse League was insane. We'll talk about that on the next segment, guys. We're right back. AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Don't go anywhere. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com. 
the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. enjoying the show so far i know i am so let's get right into it guys because i want to first get into the nascar all-star race from last night i was flipping between that one hockey basketball just so many great things going on in sports and this one was the all-star race where now the, the thing is here there's a million bucks on the line okay everything goes they got slightly different rules in this race. There's a really fun fan event in Texas. I want to first say the racing is still not as good as I'd like it to be. I'll, I'll be honest. I I don't understand why NASCAR. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why they keep. I know I know why they're changing the tracks. I don't know why they can't get it right. I like Bristol with the neon under. The car was pretty cool, but that one again was just way too quick for me. I like Texas, but I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing an all star race at Talladega or Daytona because at least then you know that, like, you can kind of, like, I don't know, you can kind of have a you can have a great race all the way to the end. I want to see an all star race at Daytona or, or Talladega so that way you know. The final 10 lap shootout or even 50 lap shootout, if you want to go do go that route, there will not be some dominant winner. So last night, um, I want to first get into this. Kyle Larson, as Fox was going to commercial, Kyle Larson was running second place behind Kyle Bush, who I'll get to next. Kyle Larson will say, Mike Joyce says, we'll be right back. And Kyle Larson shoots up the track. And then it goes to Fox side-by-side, and Kyle Larson's car is trashed. It's unreal. Um, I don't understand why nowadays Fox is more hell-bent on showing us their sponsors than going back to the action. Like, sorry, people who paid money. There's other people who paid money right here, too, and I don't get why NASCAR refused to go back from commercial until, like, two, three minutes later. Like, we needed to see the coverage then, and Twitter gave us way more coverage than Fox did. I thought that was pretty pathetic. But um, <clears throat> Kyle Larson then says, I guess Kyle's going to win the race, referring to Kyle Busch. And within, like, the next five minutes of real time, Kyle Busch blows his right tire. He slows down to 60 to 70 miles per hour slower than the field. Ross Chastain goes over Kyle. Literally, their car smashes so bad it goes over Kyle, takes out fan favorite Chase Elliott. You want something dangerous? That was horrible. I highly recommend looking up this crash. If you're a fan of the NASCAR crashes that don't end in death, this is one of them. It's pretty. That's uh, pretty amazing. And quite the spectacle to see. NASCAR's got a problem. I've watched enough NASCAR this year 
to to recognize this problem and, and call it out. The new car has an issue. It has a horrible, horrible issue. I don't know what it is, but there are cars that will blow up that never blew up before with their engines. There were like steering issues. There are steering issues, excuse me, that we've seen earlier in the season. And now what is it with these tires? There are guys in the top five of races I've seen multiple times this year that are just losing their tires, like, like just flat tires. And yesterday, it could have killed Kyle Busch. I'm not kidding. That could have seriously hurt and or killed Kyle Busch. If Ross Chastain's car goes over the driver's side more so than it did, Kyle Busch could have died. And that's a problem to me. Remember in 2008, in 2007, I believe, that was the time when Jimmy Johnson was winning his first couple of championships of like six in a row. And if you remember correctly, um, they have this thing called Car of Tomorrow. They use it at Talladega where Carl Edwards got spun out and flipped by Brad Keselowski at Talladega. But they didn't use it a lot. They used it, took like five, ten races off, then used it again. Why? They were testing it out while keeping it, the competition fair. What's happening right now is not fair whatsoever. I am not a fan of this at all. And I do believe the full-time new car that they've never seen before should not be an experiment for the entire season. That's not that's not fair to the drivers. Kyle Larson, and I've been calling out him last year for the racist thing and for somehow getting away with it and winning the championship. Kyle Larson has been horrible this year because of this car. There, he is, there have been so many flat tires, and that's so dangerous. So until NASCAR can fix this thing, why don't they just use the old car and then fill this thing in, you know, to make it interesting, rather than no 708? Maybe I'm missing something, but I promise you, this right here needs to be fixed immediately. If I'm Kyle Busch, I'm pissed. If I'm Kyle Busch, I'm trying to figure out what, what, what's going on, NASCAR. Like Kyle Lawson goes into the straight into the wall behind me, hits the wall pretty good, and I almost get literally run over by Ross Chastain, and I'm driving a car of my own. That's an issue. I don't know what the issue is with these cars, but safety should be the main concern for NASCAR, and it usually has been, but they need to seriously assess what happened. And by the way, because the All-Star Race has a new for, has a format that's different from the other races. Ryan Blaney on the final lap was 100 yards from the finish line, and literally the caution lights came on, and he thought he had won the race, so he basically takes down his window net. Window net is some safety thing that cannot be put back on from inside the car. If you go to pit road to fix it, Ryan Blaney would have been black flagged or at least lost his, his number one spot. And I'm with Denny Hamlin on this one. 
Danny Hamlin said NASCAR should have black flag Ryan Blaney because he finished with a halfway up window net. And I agree. The race had not been called. Ryan Blaney assumed he had won the race, knowing that the rules are it does not matter when the caution flies. The race must end under green. It did not end under green until after that fact. Now, shout out Ryan Blaney for winning a million bucks and refocusing and doing his thing. But Danny Hamlin is right. Do not make an exception to the rule because Ryan Blaney decided he wants to take down his winner net. I just won a million bucks. No, you did not. Everyone saw your own lights except for Ryan Blaney. No one else had their winner net down besides Ryan Blaney. They should have black flagged Ryan Blaney. He should have won. Why? The rule is the race must end under green. Period. That's because it's an all-star race. They want it to be exciting. For you to assume you won when every other car that's that's alive at that point is, is still waiting for the, for the caution, why are you taking down your window net? Be more aware. I'm glad he won it in the end. It's a good break for him. But Denny Hamlin was right. Denny Hamlin was 100% right. National Lacrosse League Game 2s were absolutely phenomenal this weekend. I want to give a shout out to NLL. It's been incredible all season covering them, being a reporter for them. And now I'm seeing just incredible games. Buffalo Bandits led the series one to nothing. They were in Toronto against The Rock. Toronto Rock came back from three goals down in the fourth quarter. And Tom Schreiber led them back. And then at the very end, there's a the Bandits had the ball. Rock forced it out. A guy lobs it on a fake shot attempt to a guy who misses it at the buzzer. When he makes the shot, it just misses the time. Because the rule in the NLL is that the ball must cross the net before the time ends. Not you can swing the ball, but it must the ball must cross the net before it's called. <clears throat> which I think is a good rule for now. They might change it to the shot clock similar to basketball, where if it leaves your hand, you're fine, or if it leaves your you know, your net. But that was just a great game. The Rock fought hard, but Bandits are going on to the NL Finals. They will actually host game one. The next game, as if that game was not good enough, the San Diego Seals led for most of the game, and the Mammoth came back. Mammoth came back. They forced overtime. And then Dane Dobby. Holy cow. Even if you're not a lacrosse fan, you must appreciate this goal. It was in overtime. Dobby circles the net, comes back around, dives it, and puts it behind his back into the net. And literally, you could not even, the goalie could not even tell the ball had been shot. Absolutely insane. Our buddy Andy Lindahl was on the call for Colorado. And now it goes back to Cooper Perkins in San Diego. It'll be on May the 28th. Incredible. Absolutely phenomenal cross. It lived up to the billing. I was very excited to see it. 
and it lived up to everything I had imagined. So game three will be in San Diego. But now it's time to get to some pick them as we run out of time here. Panthers Lightning game four. Sorry, Aaron. I've got full. I shall lie. I'll take Tampa Bay. I'll tell you why. Because Tampa Bay has ruined the psyche of the Florida Panthers. Panthers were a great team all year. It doesn't even matter anymore. Why? Because game two, the Lightning stole. At the with four seconds left, the Lightning scored. Game three, they killed you. And game four, you're gonna lose again to sweep. The Avalanche of the Blues, I got Avalanche to win because Bennington was the only thing keeping only one keeping the games close in general. And finally, I believe the Celtics will beat the Heat tonight. The Heats have way too many injury issues. Now, to be consistent. I have told people all year long that Miami can plug and play guys and they will be incredible. Unfortunately, there's too many injuries right now for them to just win game four. I think Celtics win it tonight. And if you're feeling lucky, do not pick the Celtics minus six. Do, do the money line at minus 270. Because Miami can still make it close or Miami win the game. Because like I said, they, 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 they're used to this all year long. So I'm out of time. Tomorrow's a top five Tuesday, including baseball. It'll be Mike and Sammy once again. For Sammy, for Aaron Crouch, our normal co-host. You guys have a great rest of your day. And as always, drive safe, please. And thank you. Have a good one.